Hello, church. I'm so excited to be with you this morning and just share a quick word with you that the Lord's put on my heart for us in this season. You know, I think the scripture that we've been given in light of all these things, what sort of people should we be, could not be more appropriate for the season that we are in. You know, we couldn't have known a few months ago or probably even a month ago, how important this scripture would be. But in light of these things, what sort of people should we be? There's two key things I wanna share with us today. But before getting into that, I actually wanna share a kind of a prophetic picture that the Lord gave me in prayer a few weeks ago. It was for a group of people that I was meeting with, but I've not been able to shake it. And this picture was of a woman. She was climbing up a mountain and her, her shoulders, she was hunched over and she was, you could tell she had like the weight of the world on her shoulders and she was trying to climb and she'd been climbing for a very, very long time. She was toward the top of the mountain. You could see the snow that was around her. So you knew that she was getting toward the summit of that mountain, but she was exhausted from the climb. And when I was praying and I saw the picture, I thought, gosh, so many of us are in that position right now. So many people, we feel that we've been climbing and climbing and climbing and pushing and pushing for the last two, three, for some people, four or five years we've been pushing. And it can almost seem like one thing after another, but there's something that she did that changed everything. And what she did in that moment was she lifted up her head. And when she lifted up her head, suddenly everything began to change. And there were a couple of key things that happened. When she lifted up her head, suddenly she realized the resistance coming at her was not as strong as she thought it had been. Because you see, she had been fighting that resistance for so long, she had gotten used to fighting it. But when she lifted up her head, she realized she had become stronger than she knew. And church, for some of us, I think we've become stronger than actually we know from all these years of pushing through and pushing through and pushing through. You know what? It was key that she lifted up her head. And in this season, in light of all these things happening, and there's a lot happening in the world right now, there's a lot of confusion, there's fear, there's uncertainty. In light of all of these things, let's not look around as much as we look up. There's nothing wrong with looking around. Of course, be informed. Of course, listen to the leaders. But you know, at the end of the day, the key is always to lift our heads and to look up. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. We are a people who go by who we know, not by what we see. If I don't see something, if I can't see the way forward, if I can't see how to, to get an answer, how to, to get out of a situation, I go to the one who I know knows the answer. He knows what to do. I lift up my head. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says this, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And can I encourage us, myself as well, in this season? You know, it's so easy to get caught up in what we are seeing. It's so easy, either what we are seeing happen or what we're not seeing happen. You know, it, suddenly we've got a new normal that's quite abnormal. <laughs> and so we need to come up with, how am I gonna be in this season of the abnormal? I need to create a new normal. What is my new normal gonna be? Well, you know what? One of the things is, I'm gonna lift up my head and I'm gonna put my shoulders back. 
because she gained a confidence and a strength in that moment that she did not know she has. And I want to declare over us, we have a confidence and a strength in us that we may not even know we have. But the minute we lift up our eyes to the heavens, the minute we lift up our head, I'll tell you what, the Holy Spirit is right there. He's right there to help us through this season and to say, you know what, don't go by what you see. Always push into who you know. The second part of that picture is once she got up to the summit and she got up to the top, what she did is she put a stake in the ground. I could see her with her shoulders back. She suddenly was able to walk to the top. It wasn't pressing through the resistance anymore. She literally walked up there and she put a stake into the ground. And it reminded me of the gold rush however many years ago that was in America, of the gold rush and the pioneers. And you know, they would, they would um, I don't know what the words, mark out the land, right? There's different portions of land, and, and I only know this because of film, so I'm assuming this is true, right? That they would all line up all the guys on their horses, and then they would all have a stake, and when the gun went off, they, they would run, and the horses would run, and they went to the plot of land that they wanted. And the minute they got to that land, they put a stake into the ground. And as soon as they put a stake in the ground, that became their land. And what it was is they were saying, this is my next season. This is my inheritance. This is my territory. And I felt in this picture as she was putting the stake in the ground, it was like saying, this is my next season. This is my inheritance. This is the territory that I'm going to take in this next season. And it reminded me of Joshua, the book of Joshua. You know, they went out of the wilderness and they went toward the promised land. But before they got in the promised land, there was this window of time where they had to, to wait and to consecrate themselves. And I feel like the Lord gave Joshua a stake a stake that he could put into the ground because he knew that they were going to fight giants. They were going to have battles when they went into the promised land. You know, as a church worldwide, I believe we've stepped into the season of the promised land. I believe in 2020, we crossed over, not into a new decade, into a whole new era. God is on the move. We are about to see such a move of God in these next 10 years, unlike something that we have seen before. It's going to be amazing, church. It's going to be amazing, but it doesn't come without battle. You know, we've been prepared for this. There's a reason God talks about battles. There's a reason we've been given the armor of God. But it's to stand against the, the, the battles that we're facing knowing who's already won that battle. And so for Joshua, I love that it says in Joshua 1.8, the book of, or sorry, 1.9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Church, right now, do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord is with you wherever you go. Going into this next season, the Lord is with you. But you know what? We quote that verse a lot, but we don't always quote the one right before it. And that one is just as if not more important than be strong and courageous. And it says in Joshua 1.8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then 
you will have good success. He said, you will be strong and courageous, but in order to be strong and courageous, what do you need to do? You need to meditate on the word of God. This word of God in this season, in any season, is absolutely crucial to go into the promised land. It's absolutely crucial to fight any kind of battle that is in front of us. And the stake in the ground that God gave to Joshua, he said, be strong and courageous, but meditate on this word. And I want to ask us, what is your stake? What stake do you need to put in in the ground for this season? What is going to get you through this and to the other side, into that promised land of sorts? You know, for some of us, it might be a stake of faith. It might be, you know what, these last four or five years, boy, have they been tough. And they've been tough on my faith. But I'm putting a stake in the ground. And I'm declaring I will not go by what I see but I will go by who I know. For someone else, maybe it's a stake of healing or believing for the miraculous again. Maybe something has happened and you've begun to doubt or or just be uncertain and you're saying, no, going into this season, I'm putting a stake in the ground. I will stand on the word of God in a way that I have not stood before. For some of you, maybe it's peace. I will be a man or a woman of peace going into the next season. What is your stake? Because going back to the picture, when the woman put the stake in the ground, what was interesting, because prior to that there was snow, I could see snow around and it was cloudy and it was, it was gloomy and, and depressing. And the minute she put the stake in the ground, everything changed. And suddenly there was green grass and you could hear the birds singing and there was sunshine. Everything changed when she made a decision to put a stake in the ground and say, this is what I believe for my next season. This is my inheritance and this is where I will live. Where are you gonna live in this next season? What scripture are you gonna live on in this next season? I wanna finish chatting about another very familiar lady that we know, another woman from the Bible that we know from the Old Testament and her name is Esther. Esther, you know the story. If you don't, I really encourage you this week, read the book of Esther in your devotional time. But she was a young girl that uh, at a very young age was called into the king's harem and, and she eventually became queen at this young age, a Jewish girl. And they didn't know that she was Jewish. And as many of us know, the story goes that there was an edict that was put out to kill all of the Jews. And so Mordecai comes to Esther And he says to her, you need to approach the king. This is on you. You need to do something about this. We are in a season that we haven't seen before. You've not seen this before. You've not been here before. In light of all of these things, you need to do something about this, Esther. And Esther said, I can't can't approach the king if he's not summoned me. I could be killed. And this was the response. It says in Esther chapter 4, verse 11, starting at verse 11, all the king's servants and the people of the king's province know, this is Esther talking, if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there's but one law to be put to death. She was facing potential death. But then it goes on and it says in verse 12 that they told Mordecai what Esther said. They told him of her reluctance to step out and to do something. And in verse 13, Mordecai told them to reply to Esther. 
Do not think to yourself that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. Verse 14, for if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will come for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish, and who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Who knows that we are not in this place in light of all of these things going on for such a time as this, for the church to rise up, for the church to be strong, for the church to lift our head, for the church to put in a stake, for the church to say, I'm going into this next season different than I lived the last season. I'm going to use everything that was fought against me in the last season to strengthen me to step into this next season. But for such a time as this, look at what happened after that. Look at what Esther said. This precious girl in verse 15, she told them to reply to Mordecai, go, gather all of the Jews to be found in Susa and hold a fast on my behalf. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my young women will also fast as you do, and then I will go to the king. Though it is against the law, if I perish, then I perish. Did you notice what Esther did? Number one, she lifted her head. She fasted and she prayed. Before she did something and approached the king on an earthly level, she said, I'm approaching my king on a heavenly, spiritual level. It always starts with lifting our head. But then she put a stake in the ground and she said, if I perish, I perish. In other words, Lord, I surrender all. I trust you. And I believe her stake was trust. I will trust the Lord with all of my heart. I won't lean on my own understanding. In all of my ways, I'll acknowledge him. He will direct my steps. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. She acted that out by putting her own stake in the ground. And we know the story. She approached the king and he summoned her in. In other words, the king said, permission granted. And we know after that, God won. He won. And I want to say to us in closing that the king of all kings says to us today, permission granted. Permission granted to believe again. Permission granted to lift up your head. Permission granted to put a stake in the ground of faith. Permission granted to be the church. Permission granted to love your neighbor in a way that maybe you haven't been able to before. But in this season, permission granted to step into being the church for a very hurting world. So two things, lift up your head and put down your stake. I want to finish by a very quick prayer. Father, thank you that you are with us, you are for us, and you are not against us. And I pray that in this season, Lord, we will be able to lift up our heads and we will put down a stake. And we will trust you as the answer to give all answers that we need. Father, I declare that this is 
the best season for the church right now, that we will be the hands and the feet of Jesus to those we meet. And I declare you are King of Kings and you are Lord of Lords. You are on your throne and you always have the final word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, church.